Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 199 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt Joseph Coast Carlos. Yeah. We're here in the polar vortex. We're recording still polar vortex. It is pretty cold outside. It's about negative seven with a feeling temperature of what, negative 12? I don't freaking know. It's gross. <laughs> yeah, it's a little chilly. I have to put a coat on if I go outside. <laughs> you know. Weird how that works. Winter yeah. in Wisconsin. But it's not snowing, so it's not like I have to shuffle in like this and it being windy at the same time. Yeah, the wind. Like there's that. no wind right now. But yeah, it was mostly Saturday and Sunday that I woke up. I think Sunday morning, and I was looking at the temp. I'm like, oh, negative 27. That sucks. And then it says feels like negative 43. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. I don't know. What have you been up to, bud? Uh, let's see. Not a whole lot since we last recorded. Just, Me just been busy. I'm actually surprised that it's already been two weeks. And I've just been staying caught up on WandaVision. Fantastic show. Really enjoying it. I think I've just had Monty Python on repeat for a week straight. <laughs> They've been doing some things in the show that has like been pretty hilarious. Like I, I guess I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who wants to watch the, it, just uh, because uh, any of our listeners who might want to watch it, just like because six or seven episodes in now. Yeah, they've okay. been doing some fun decisions have been made. All right, all right, and it's probably going to cut off at ten, so then I can binge it all in one sitting. They did have a halfway point, like a the episode of like basically not being in the sh- not being in the show within a show. Oh, like okay. A, of like that's the. Where basically Wanda and Vision were like in this like started off as in this fifties sitcom, yep. slowly been moving up to like sixties and seventies. Yeah, I was seeing just random clips or whatever. I've but, been noticing that. But there the there was a halfway midpoint where you pick up uh, like right after everybody comes back from the snap, okay. and so it's chaos. And then like it's basically like you start seeing like how while well, this whole town might might have disappeared into TV land. <laughs> uh, this whole town has also been cut off from the rest of the world. Oh, interesting. So there's like, uh, so you get to see some of that. So is this technically taking place after the Avengers stuff, or is it just its own universe thing? Yeah, this is after Endgame. Okay, okay. Uh, this is taking place after Endgame. Okay, I didn't know if that's how after that was the people all came up. back. Yep, so. yep. Okay. Um, on the Disney Plus side too, I just saw that what that one, uh, Gina, what's her face? She's yeah. in Mandalorian. She's now cut out from Mandalorian. Yeah, I apparently uh, I can't remember who the person, the guy who's like be, the producer, big producer of like the Marvel movies. Uh, apparently, he like Disney didn't wander on in the first place because oh. of some previous things Stuff, that she's done. Yeah. Uh, and but like uh, he like went to bat for it, and apparently like it didn't work out. No, I loved her in the show. I thought she was yeah. a lot of fun. But yeah, a bunch of anti-Semitic and random stuff about Trump yeah. and stuff. So yeah, that that's a thing. That sucks. I did like her in there. I don't know. Yeah, it's really Monty Python. I finished my Dracula puzzle. That was cool. I went to a star uh, Super Bowl party. Didn't win any money. Got pretty drunk. Yeah. I spent my weekend with a cold. That was great. Yeah. I've just been congested. That's about it. Yeah. Fun. No, that's where I'm at <laughs> now. Is like just like uh just a mild cold, cold, but like I actually got hit on the weekend. It was and like, it, it's all because of how freaking cold it is outside. I mean, going in from heat to the outside, blah blah blah, all that crap. So yeah. No, I did. I did have to shovel before I got sick. Oh yeah, yeah, that doesn't help at all. No. Yeah, if you want to enjoy this awesome weather, come on up and visit us in fucking Wisconsin. I don't know uh, what you've been listening to, bud. Uh, well, there was a couple new albums that dropped right after we finished recording last time. So here's one of them is from Weezer. This is uh, uh, so I listened to uh, OK Human from Weezer, clearly named after being an OK Human and not after like some Radiohead album. Or no, anything like that. no, no. But uh, uh, here's uh, my favorite song off it, which is all my favorite songs. I want to be rich. 
But I feel guilty I fall in love with Everyone who hates me All my favorite songs are slow and sad All my favorite people make me mad So mad Everything that feels so good is bad, bad, bad. All my favorite songs are slow and sad I don't know what's wrong with me It's kind of fun music video. Yeah. So uh, overall, I think the album's okay. Like I, I like that song, but like uh, some of the uh, like the singles, the single they did for uh, the Bill and Ted movie. That song, okay. this album, and like I really like that single. When it comes to like new Weezer, it's usually just cut and paste Weezer. Yeah. Like I enjoy them; they're fun to see live and stuff. And I mean, you'll never, you always know. Best thing about Weezer, you always know what you'll get when you go listen to a Weezer album, basically. Yeah, I know it all sounds like Weezer songs. I I did fall asleep pretty well easily to them last <laughs> nice. night. Uh, I just noticed that they're they're uh, trying to do that tour again with what Weezer, Fall Out Boy, and um, what? Uh, who's the other one? Green Day, Green Day, Weezer, Fall Out Boy. They announced it for August twenty third. I I doubt that's actually going to happen, but it'd be cool if it does. Good. Yeah, it's at Target Field, so it's all outdoor. And it obviously didn't happen last year. Uh, what else, bud? Well, uh, well, a band called the Foo Fighters dropped an album uh, called Minutes to Midnight. Um, I did enjoy this album. Uh, it's not my favorite album. Like uh, the last uh, couple albums, like I, I haven't like I, I've enjoyed the songs off it. But as usual, like you, as I listen to albums more and more, uh, I like it. Uh, it us- they'll usually grow on me. Like, and this is a pretty solid album. Like, sounds a lot like the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Uh, so here's Waiting on a War, probably one of my favorites. I was gonna say, is the album, isn't it called Minutes at, at Midnight? Minutes? Oh, did I say, I said Minutes to Midnight, not, did I say it wrong? I don't know, because this, this says Medicine at Midnight, new Foo Fighters album. Oh, no, yeah, that's probably it. I probably... Because I, I swear it was Minutes to Midnight too. or it something. It probably was Minutes. Unless there's a song on the album called Minutes to Midnight. I now I'm confused. Yeah, because like, I just saw that, because when I was reading about their new album, I was like, I swear that said Minutes to Midnight, but... Okay. No, maybe I have the album name wrong. It's Medicine. the new Foo Fighters. Medicine. Medicine at Midnight, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, I, I, I maybe wrote that down I, I, from memory. Either way. Uh, waiting on a War, Foo fighters. a little boy with a toy gun 
those bag face guys in there that's pretty fun <laughs> no I, I like that that was good yeah i think uh when it comes to foo fighters albums my favorite is probably echoes silence patience and grace mm-hmm. uh i've probably listened to that album like a hundred really? times nice uh there's so many good songs on that but uh, like the second one would probably be the the follow-up album they did wasting light just because the sound was so different and mm-hmm. like they went a lot heavier with the sound. Of that no, one. yeah, Foo Fighters—they always tend to surprise me. They're yeah. pretty good. Yeah, this, yeah. So, what, whichever the name of the album is, the, Foo Fighters. Their YouTube says Mini- "Medicine at Midnight." So, so yeah, no, that's definitely Pro- probably at what it is. Okay, <laughs> so, uh, pretty good. Uh, what this one came on? I didn't listen to anything new. I had to look at my phone and be like, "Oh, I did listen to this." Uh, this came on 2018. It's by St. Paul and the Broken Bones. I just got this album. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but I can't get enough of this song. It's uh, Apollo by St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Stop it. So good. I love it. Uh, and then you might remember this one from a movie called Hackers. I was uh, hanging out at Lazy River, and then some of the guys started playing it on there. I'm like, wait a minute. I know this song. I don't remember anything that played during Hackers. Well, you might remember when I play it. It's by Orbital, and it's uh, Halcyon On and On. Uh, it came out like 93, I think, is when it actually came out. So, And the movie's probably around there, too. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, Orbital. nine minutes of great stuff yeah that's a it's a fun movie uh not real at all no no especially except coming for, t- except for like the uh the show social like uh net hacking oh stuff. yeah and yeah. uh surprisingly enough the whistle thing that's actually true <laughs> oh yeah no isn't the f- using the whistle to like uh to get like access with the phone oh yeah that's right yep 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 nope that's that's true that, that's yeah now that now that things have changed a bit and i, I that's why i was watching johnny mnemonic the other day too and i'm like wow 
you kind of have the idea of where things can go, but no, you're pretty off, and it was the same year as right Who now. Who was the villain that? I keep thinking it's like Russell Crowe or something like that. Uh, the main guy is, uh, what, Keanu Reeves. But yeah, as a, or, yeah. The villain is just, uh, there are a couple Asian guys. I don't, oh. I don't, I don't know for sure. I'd, maybe I am not remembering the right movie. I'd, yeah, I thought I remembered that movie, too, when I watched it. I was like, no, no, I don't remember this quite at all. And then he went straight on to do The Matrix, basically, after that. I'm like, all right, that's better. Uh, but yeah, that that song was also in the credits of Mortal Kombat too. The the as well, not two, but as well, and Mean Girls. Yeah. Yep. Oh really? Yep. <laughs> How did it end up in Mean Girls? I don't know. It was in the ending credits, I guess. Besides, <laughs> the only song that anybody cares about the Mortal Kombat uh, <clears throat> movies was the Mortal Kombat song. Mortal Kombat. Yep, that was fun. All right, let's go into music. News. I can't believe they're making another Mortal Kombat. I'm disappointed. Like, there's no Johnny Cage, no, unless that's like some stealth guy. Some guy is at the end of the movie. Gonna, I'm going to change my name to Johnny Cage, which is dumb. Because they brought they brought a trailer, right? I swear, I watched a trailer, and I'm I like, don't know if they did a trailer or a teaser trailer. or something. something. Yeah, but I, I was just like, this just feels like the '90s. I mean, you can't really do much else with what they did in the '90s except update it, I guess. Kind of like what they do with the games. Like, like I, I, I get it. Like, you could go with somebody besides Christopher Lambert and and Raiden. That's not a problem. <laughs> but you gotta have a, you gotta like, I don't know. You gotta have Johnny Cage in it's there. True. And it's like, true. Even if it's like a joke character. I, I mean, yeah, just like the games. I guess you update them every year. Also, basically, that and... first movie as. Bad as it may be, I also enjoy. Oh, I know. Because it, it's, it's just, it's, it's basically, got a... it's uh, a Bruce Lee. There's like, I can't remember which Bruce Lee movie it's a lot like. But it's basically uh, one of his movies, except Mortal Kombat. And yeah, it's just dear to my heart, too, because it was like being a kid watching it, you know, yeah. that kind of a thing. Uh, what do we got here for some music news? Da, 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 da. One of the biggest Super Bowl commercials for Jeep has been removed from YouTube. The ad titled The Middle, featuring Bruce Springsteen, his first ever commercial appearance. Uh, well, the reason the ad was removed was because back in November, I guess Bruce Springsteen was arrested and charged with a DWI, reckless driving and consuming alcohol in a closed area. Uh, the incident occurred at Gateway National Recreation Area in New Jersey. A spokeswoman for the National Park Service confirmed on November 14th uh, uh, the arrest stating Spruce Spring, Spruce Spring, Springsteen was a cooperative throughout the whole process. Uh, one source claimed uh, at the Asbury Park Press that his blood alcohol content was 0.02. That's a quarter of New Jersey's legal limit. It's, what is it? What is here? 0.08. So that <coughs> I don't I don't know. If, it, if it's a quarter, that yeah, that's like not even DWI charge yeah. really. So I don't yeah. But you can still go watch the Super Bowl commercial on his. Uh, so wait, so page. it got removed because he got pulled over yes, one yeah. time. And he was charged with a DWI and reckless driving, I guess. And that was last November. It's like, how don't, wouldn't you know his record, like, trying yeah, to hire him to no, be in a it feels commercial driving weird a Jeep that they decided to stop this, like, now. I know, yeah. Like, they, when they should have maybe made the change a month ago? Yeah. I mean, it, it was like a like a seven-minute long commercial or something like that. Like, wow. You know, kind of like uh, what the... the where the Matthew McConaughey does the Lincoln commercials, you know, it's kind of like that thing where like people um, talk. But Bruce basically, it doesn't matter a lot because like they play it during the Super Bowl. Yeah, they so already like, got all the they. Yeah. So who cares whether it's on YouTube or not? I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, the weekend he played. He was the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, he pulled out all the stops for his much 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 anticipated show. 
he arrived on the set that appeared to have a Vegas-style skyline alongside a choir, perform- choir performing in red goggles. They look kind of like Mothman. They're light up red goggles. kind of creepy. Uh, he opened up with uh, Starboy in the hills. Uh, he came into Can't Feel My Face when he went in a tight mirrored corridor accompanied by a bunch of people wearing face bandages. And it kind of looked like a mosh pit. Uh, he reemerged for I Feel It Coming and Save Your Tears. A string section joined him for Earned It. And uh, The weekend and his dancers hit the field for House of Balloons and a massive performance of Blinding Lights. I personally really enjoyed it. Uh, the people at my table mostly did, except for the older ones. They're like, what is this? I don't get it. And then the rest of the bar at Johnny's was kind of like, uh, what? So wait, so he did he, per- he performed Starboy without swearing? Yeah. The, it's just like on the radio. It's a mother Starboy. You just say it like that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So wait, did they censor it after? or like... No, he just doesn't say it. Oh. Yeah. yeah just... That sounds hard. Like, how do you not like have that slip out if you've? I'm like, sure he's played so that song times. so many different times for like TV appearances and stuff. He probably simple, but uh, yeah, I mean, I recognized every song on there, and I don't even listen to like mainstream radio that much. Like, I don't know. I was like surprised at the table. I'm like, how have you not heard Blinding Lights yet? It's everywhere. You can't get away from Blinding yeah, no, Lights. I've heard it. I didn't even listen to his last album. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that one, and then Save Your Tears and Earned It. Those three are from there, and I recognized all of them, but. Yeah, no, <laughs> the older crowd was just like, what the hell was that? <laughs> My dad's like, I just want to watch uh, the Rolling Stones on there. And I'm like, they've already all done that stuff. That's why we have all these people now. But yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh Oh, yeah, this is a bummer. We, we all knew it was coming, but yeah. Uh, before Evan Rachel Wood and four other women have, who have, before Evan Rachel Woods and the four other women who have come forward accusing Marilyn Manson of abuse, the 90s goth rock, or goth pop uh, hitmaker had a long history of disturbing rhetoric and alleged improperty. The impropriety? Impropriety. Uh, did his status as a willful provocateur affect how he, he was received? Uh, while Marilyn Manson's artistic persona has long hinged on shock value, at times glimpses of reality slip through, some of which suggested that perhaps uh, your parents were right to be concerned about him after all. Uh, that's uh, from the pitchfork. I, I kind of enjoyed that line. Uh, by far the most serious accusation emerged uh, this week when Evan Rachel Wood, 33, named 52-year-old Manson her former fiancé as their alleged abuser. He started grooming me, grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. Uh, I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. Manson has denied the allegations, maintaining that his relationships have always been entirely consensual. Uh, last year, team suggested that some of his more outrageous previous remarks about Wood were essentially made in character as a theatrical rock star. Uh, more famous relationships in the late 90s and early 2000s, Rose McGowan and Dita Von Teese, have said the accounts don't match up with their marriages or relationships with Manson, but denounce him either way. Uh, Manson is also dropped, he was also dropped by his record label and any upcoming TV or movie gigs. Yeah, was it, he was supposed to be in uh, one of the last episodes of American Gods, I think is what it was. I think I heard something about yeah, that. And also in Creep Show is another one. But uh, uh, Trent Reznor has also issued a statement regarding his former friend and collaborator, Marilyn Manson, that addresses the anecdote involving Reznor and Manson's uh, 1998 semi-autobiography, The Long Road Out of Hell. Uh, I have been vocal over the years about my dislike for Manson as a person and cut ties with him nearly 25 years ago. I had said at the time the passage from Manson's memoir is complete fabrication. I was infuriated and offended back when it came out and it remains so to this day. Uh, so yeah, that's an ongoing thing. I mean, we all knew, like, 
you're getting in bed with Manson. Then, so wait, what was the fa- what was the fabrication in this amendment? Uh, in 1990, when they were on tour together, supposedly Reznor raped a girl while she was unconscious, oh. and he enjoined in the thing. Uh, the whole autobiography. I remember reading that over and over and over when I first got into Manson. It's pretty disturbing. It's mostly all fake. I mean, yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, think what you want about Manson and all that stuff. Uh, it's one of those things, separate the art from the artist. Uh, same with like all the other ones that have come out. And how much can you separate? I know, that's the other thing. I mean, like, uh, can you watch, I don't want to put my foot in mouth for half the stuff. Well, like, and like, uh, well, as always though, like, uh. Can you really bring yourself to watch the Cosby Show the same way as you used to? <laughs> I, I haven't even tried to watch it. That's the yeah, I haven't either. But I mean, Manson, I'll, they'll still listen to him all the time. But I, yeah, fuck, I don't know. I mean, Rose McGowan and Dita Von Teese. Dita Von Teese is a burlesque dancer, and I'm sure she's into a lot of BDSM. And uh, obviously, Manson is too. Uh, just look at him. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's a whole can of worms we aren't going to get into. Uh, finally, just like NFL, uh, AG, AEG, Live Nation, and National Independent Venue Association, and many other event production companies have sent a letter to President Biden offering the spaces and services to help administer COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, the letter, which points out that uh, there are many venues already working on the state and local level to implement vaccine programs, states that currently out-of-use venues uh, would be ideal spaces for vaccine dispensing. Uh, event venues make ideal community vaccination sites. Uh, they're located in the most urban, suburban, and rural communities, often near transit lines and e- with easy access to parking. Our interiors are clean, uh, span, are clear span with bright working lights and empty standard refrigeration systems due to the nature of their business. Our buildings and workforces are accustomed to patron queuing and crowd management. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I know the uh, NFL awful also offered their stadiums. Yep. And, and I think the Patriots is the one for sure right now. I think one in Arizona is going to be doing it as well. But, I mean, like, this would be perfect for the XL Center right downtown St. Paul. and the, the But then that means I can't write it out for myself. Because, ah, I, was, because ah. I wanted to write it out for myself just so I had, like, a place to scream in every, every now and then? Yeah, every now like, and then? Just go there, just <laughs> scream in the empty field in the God, stadium. That, that would be kind of fun, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, no. No, it looks like uh, I'm not going to be nope, assigned, nope, no, yeah, not available. Not available. I mean, you could go there and maybe try and get vaccinated and scream really loud when you get vaccinated. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the same if people are there. Uh, shit. No, that, that's all I got for the news. Yeah, well, Marilyn Manson. God damn it. Uh, let's go into our weekly theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is same name, different song. Same name, same. Name's the same. Name's the same, that too. Uh, name's the same got me a little confused at first. Yeah, different. Same, the songs are named the same, but are completely different songs. Not covers, not nothing like that. Different songs. Uh, once I got the groove of it, pretty easy, and then I realized, oh, I only need three, technically, because for yeah, two yeah, songs. No. So I was thinking, like, oh, God, this is going to be hard to find There's six. six songs, and be... but you only, it's only three titles. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that that made a lot more and sense. And you could have, like, uh, if you really wanted to, only come up with two titles and probably find, like, there's Yeah, there couple... was a couple on there where I was like, oh, there's, like, four or five that are also yeah. called it. I could have all my songs be this one. But, no, yeah, it, it was fun. It was good. Good little, good little one. 
Uh, you can start it out. All right. So uh, I decided to start off with a, a most of, like my other two choices of uh, titles are just like a single word. Uh, but the first one is a full-on like phrase. Bird know, with a broken wing. I was surprised you found one with a whole freaking sentence. <laughs> so the first one for bird with a broken wing would be, and there's actually, I think there's like a, another one I saw floating around, but this is one f- performed by Owl City. I haven't thought of Owl City in years. It's so deathly dark. In the alleyway, and a bleeding heart makes you easy prey. I would run and hide for the afternoon with the butterfly in the panic room. Though I won't be missed, I would say it's time for a different twist in the storyline. It feels like I'm I, I wasn't expecting that to be so kind of more rockish because he's usually very poppy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. And then uh, off their latest album, Weezer also did a song called Bird with a Broken Wing. Oh, that's their latest album. Okay. All right. Singing out the melody came endlessly. High or low, I felt so free. I had something to say. My first two are fire songs. Uh, that could have done a lot of fire songs, but just two. Uh, we'll start out with the Pointer Sisters doing fire. I say I don't love you, but you know I'm a liar. Is that normally a Bruce Springsteen song? I have no idea. It says composer and lyricist says Bruce Springsteen. Huh. It must be. Maybe. Uh, my next one is by The Crazy World of Arthur Brown, and it's called Fire. Fire! And I bring you fire! Oops. We'll start that over again. There we go. It's right at once. I up. am the god of hellfire! 
and I bring you fire. I don't know who the actual artist is on that. It might be Fire is the actual artist, because um, this uh, so the 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 cover of the album is Fire Rest Cure the Crazy World of Arthur Brown. Then it says the album is the Crazy World of Arthur Brown, written by Arthur Brown. And then down here at the bottom it says the song is called The Crazy World of Arthur Brown by the artist Fire. So I don't know which is which on that one. I'll just leave it that I was right. Well, unfortunately, we'll never know because the details of what is true and what was not true there <laughs> was lost in a fire. <laughs> yes, exactly. Cool. Now, you know what we should do next? We should play yours because yeah. this <laughs> is what you're going to go do in, a se- so in this the is, XL Center. Well, I can't, though. <laughs> I, I can no longer do this. But my uh, next title is going to be Shout. Uh, and I have some two, two very fun songs. Yeah, if you didn't ways. choose these, I was definitely going to choose these two songs. So the first one is the classic Shout song performed by the Isley Brothers. You've been so good to me. You know you make me wanna song's so good. Yeah, it's uh, 1959. 1959, yeah. The Beatles have a cover of it, too, that's really good as well. So, uh, and to go with that one, here is the song Shout, performed by the band Tears for Fears.
still want to know where they got the title of that album from. Songs from the Big Chair. Maybe they had a big chair that they were like composing all the so. songs in. I mean, where, where That's else? almost definitely where they were composing it. Is it like sitting on the lake and there's like the giant Adirondack chair that you can take a picture in, like up north? No, I'm picturing like they're in some living room and like it's a regular sized living room. And there's this like sofa chair, but it is comically large. <laughs> like it is like, like it's like nobody could normally sit in there. dangling around. Shout! Shout! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next one. Uh, there are two songs that are called It's My Life, uh, one from the 80s, one from the early 2000s. Uh, let's start with the 80s one first, and that's by the band Talk Talk. Uh, you may also recognize it because Gwen Stefani covered it, and she made it actually really humongous in the 2000s. But uh, nope, the Talk Talk version is the best version, so It's My Life, Talk Talk. So in the video, there's a whole bunch of animals. It's kind of like a David Attenborough documentary almost. Uh, the top comment down here is every second of the music video, they have the scientific name for every animal that comes up in here. And it's just this long list of every single animal that they show. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, my next one, that it's my life. Uh, it's that huge, huge song, if you may remember, by Bon Jovi called It's My Life. Still think about that song. That was 2003 when that came out, and Bon Jovi was already humongous at that time. But this made him like elite rock star level, and everybody owned that fucking album. Yeah, no, like uh, that song. Like I, I don't know. Like when I think Bon Jovi, I picture like oh, it probably came out in like the 80s or 90s. But I was not expecting 2000. Yeah, 2003, and yeah, I remember those tours. He, yeah, I didn't go see him or anything, but they were solid. That was like that one made him into rock star status forever. Yeah, yeah. What you got? So my next one is, uh, uh, the title is Dreams, and I have some two very good artists performing this song. Yeah. So the first one's going to be performed from by Fleetwood Mac.
want to thank whoever runs the Fleetwood Mac uh, YouTube page because almost every single song you listen to on their page is crystal clear, perfect condition. When you know you go to a lot of other artists and either play their music video and like, what fucking sound quality is this bullshit? I think a lot of it is like, uh, I guess like maybe the the originals are were just kept in always high quality because I, I I I noticed that like her stuff on YouTube's always in good quality. Yeah, I, I, yeah, something about it, Fleetwood Mac. Whoever runs your stuff, yep, good job. So uh, the other uh, tight, the other performer for this, the title of Dreams would be the Cranberries. I got to see her once on accident. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? She was doing a solo tour, and she was playing in was it Grant Park, I think, the main park in uh, uh, Chicago. It was like an Irish festival going on, and I was visiting Kelsey there, I think, and we were just going on a walk. And I'm like, wait, I recognize that song. And I go up there, I'm like, holy shit, that's Dolores Ryden. Yeah, now she's dead. But yeah. yeah. So I'm pretty grateful I got to see her live. She was pretty amazing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, my final two songs are Hold On songs. Uh, this one I obviously knew I wanted, but there's like a few other ones, and I forgot all about the other one. Uh, I was going to have Corn be on here. I'm like, I don't really like that Corn song. So my, the, we'll get to that one. Uh, but my first one is by Alabama Shakes, and it's called Hold On. Must be That, that album is just perfect, boys and girls. Uh, and then my final one is by Wilson Phillips, of course, and it's Hold On. Change, things will go your way. If you hold on, but one more day, if you hold on. 
Yes. So, Matt, I'm going to need you to tell me which apparent which uh, ninety early nineties uh, family sitcom used that as like the intro that you clearly pulled. I don't this think from. anything. I think that was just a humongous, humongous song. No, clearly that's like from some early nineties sitcom. No, I'm pretty sure it's not actually. <laughs> but yeah, it they, sounds like I know. I sounds know. like one. No, yeah, I, I I was like I don't really want to use corn for this, and I know there's another one, and then I just typed hold on on the top in the search bar on YouTube. I'm like, holy shit, Wilson Phillips! I forgot about that. Uh, but you might also remember it from Bridesmaids. It was at the end there, and they actually had Wilson's Phillips come on with Kirsten Wig and Maya Rudolph and all of them. They were singing it together no. next to the water at the end of the movie. I do not remember the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I remember liking the movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, but yeah, that that was like one of the biggest songs ever, and uh, you know, whatever. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? I enjoyed this. I <laughs> no. enjoyed this topic. It was fun. Uh, all right, let's close out the show. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Whoa, that was bad. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Uh, You know, summer is going to be coming by soon. (laughs) One day. One One day. day. (laughs) Spring is going to be coming before then even. (laughs) That's how seasons work. Sometimes. But uh, I think think everybody's going to have to start getting in shape again. Oh, no. uh, (laughs) We got uh, pool seasons coming up and stuff like that, so... I'm thinking the next topic should be working out. Okay. Can we just call it Let's Get Physical? <laughs> no, no let's, uh, let's make it clear that we're talking about uh, okay. working out, uh, like exercise. Oh, I get, I get what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> working out. <laughs> I didn't even put two and two together. Get your head out of the gutter, Carlos. Uh, working out. So the, show, the theme for our next show is working out. You got to get that beach pod ready. Uh, for updates and more information of Soundwave go and our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Eyes Studios, or you can follow us on Twitter at Blind Score Ninja. Flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at blindnewsstudios.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website, blindnewsstudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Also, if, uh, also the latest season of Legends of Lothos is underway. Uh, we're finally back up. A uh, little remote, little, yeah, yeah. It's on Mondays. It's pretty fun. You should. You Except should next week us. is on Tuesday. Oh, it's on Tuesday next week. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, good thing you reminded me. Uh, if you just can't get enough Soundwave Blind Suits, you should help support us at the bottom of our homepage. Click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. I do it for Circus Survive, and I don't even think about it. It's, it's 10 bucks I give them, and I forget about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm still giving them 10 bucks a month. So you should you should help support us on Patreon. It's pretty cool. Also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our page. Do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out. Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. It's pretty cool. You should do it. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnewsseries.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.